Faith, Hope and Love, episode 451, the second Sunday in Advent, year B. Just to be even a very small part of God's grand project is satisfaction enough. Willfulness, pride and self-focus are obstacles to our peace and to accepting Christ's unconditional love given to us. May we appreciate in this Advent time more deeply the reality of Christ's selfless and generous love and mercy and make it an ever deeper reality in our lives too. O come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord and save us. Come, Lord of light. Your Spirit all around us with you. Eternal life with wisdom in your word.
O people of Zion, behold, the Lord will come to save the nations, and the Lord will make the glory of his voice heard in the joy of your hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Hello everyone and welcome as we gather for this time of reflection upon God's Word and real encounter with Christ's presence. We continue on our Advent journey. We now light the second Advent candle, the Bethlehem candle, symbolising the journey of faith, reminding us of Mary and Joseph's faithful journey to Bethlehem. Lord Jesus, you promised to lift the valleys and straighten the pathways to God. Lord, have mercy. You feed your flock, gently gathering us into your arms. Christ, have mercy. O wisdom, come to teach us the way of truth. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us. Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty and merciful God, may no earthly undertaking hinder those who set out in haste to meet your Son, but may our learning of heavenly wisdom gain us admittance to his company who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem, and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries out, In the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Get you up to a high mountain, O Zion, herald of good tidings. Lift up your voice with strength, O Jerusalem, herald of good tidings. Lift it up, do not fear. Say to the cities of Judah, Here is your God. See, the Lord God comes with might, 
and his arm rules for him. His reward is with him, and his recompense before him. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms, and carry them in his bosom, and gently lead the mother sheep. The Word of the Lord. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. I will hear what the Lord God has to say, a voice that speaks of peace, peace for his people and his friends. His help is near for those who fear him and his glory will dwell in our land. Mercy and faithfulness have met, justice and peace have embraced. Faithfulness shall spring from the earth, and justice look down from heaven. The Lord will make us prosper, and our earth shall yield its fruit. Justice shall march before him, and peace shall follow his steps. Lord, let us see your kindness and grant us your salvation. A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Do not ignore this one fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years are like one day. The Lord is not slow about his promise, as some think of slowness, but is patient with you, not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and then the heavens will pass away, with a loud noise, and the elements will be dissolved with fire, and the earth and everything that is done on it will be disclosed. Since all these things are to be dissolved in this way, what sort of persons ought you to be in leading lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening the coming of the day of God, because of which the heavens will be set ablaze and dissolved, and the elements will melt with fire. But in accordance with his promise, we wait for new heavens and a new earth, where righteousness is at home. Therefore, beloved, while you are waiting for these things, strive to be found by him at peace. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia. Alleluia.
the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. All people shall see the salvation of God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophet Isaiah, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the Baptist appeared in the wilderness, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins and people from the whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem were going out to him and were baptised by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. He proclaimed, The one who is more powerful than I is coming after me. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie the thong of his sandals. I have baptised you with water, but he will baptise you with the Holy Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord There's a fitting quote from scripture commentator William Barclay, and it's quite apt for today. In youth, because I could not be a singer, I did not even try to write a song and I planted no little trees along the roadside because I knew their growth would take so long I would never see them fully grown. But now from the wisdom that the years have brought me, I know that it may be a blessed thing to plant a tree for someone else to water and enjoy, or make a song that someone else will sing when I cannot. Beautiful. The goal will never be reached unless the labourers all unite to make it possible. We're all under the great architect's plan, God's plan. Each one of us adds our little bit to a project that's much, much bigger than any one of us. God's plan was being unfolded long before we came on the scene, and it will continue to come to fruition long after we've finished our earthly journey. In the Gospel today, we hear that those who were baptised by John the Baptist also confessed their sins, and they were baptised for the forgiveness of sins. Admitting to our sins and faults is difficult. But when we do admit to our faults and sins, we're straightening the paths between us and God. Often the most difficult person to admit a sin to is actually ourselves. For example, in the prodigal son story, when he took off with half his father's property, he probably thought really well of himself at the beginning. He probably thought he was a fine and clever young man who will make it big in the city. Later, in extreme poverty, when he had ruined everything and spent everything, he longed to eat the scraps of the pig's food, and then he realised his folly. So the first thing he had to do is admit to himself how pathetically he had acted and how wrong he'd been. Even before he returned to his father, he had to take a good look at himself honestly and humbly, and it must have been extremely deflating and difficult possibly slightly easier 
because of how far he had fallen. There was no further to go. But he could not have imagined the astounding love and mercy that he would receive when he made a straight path back to his father. We must let our barriers down. We must fill in the valleys of pride and self-satisfaction. It's not the person who desires to meet God on equal terms who will discover forgiveness, grace and compassion, but rather the person who falls on their knees and whispers, Lord, I need you. I'm in a terrible mess without your help. Be merciful to me, for I am a sinner. The prophet Isaiah in the first reading speaks of comfort for God's people. God assures the people that they've done their time for their sins. The debt is cancelled. However, one gets a distinct feeling that God is just being very kind and generous. We couldn't possibly pay off all the debts we owe to God. But God in his love and mercy has cancelled it nevertheless and written paid in full despite our inability to pay it. This is another act of astounding generosity. This is our God. John the Baptist was out in the desert and that reminds us of the time when the people of Israel wandered in the desert and lived in the wilderness for 40 long years. In that time they were utterly reliant on God's providence. They had nothing else but the presence and leadership of God's guiding hand and the leader that God gave them. The people had to trust totally in God's wisdom and care. For the most part they were humble and a grateful people, although at many other times as they trudged through the relentless desert paths, pride, distrust, ingratitude, all these things got the better of them and they fell. So it's important that we turn back to God when we start straying and trust in God's care and goodness. In the process of trying to give up sin and live with virtue, we often find it difficult. Even after years of struggle, we can often find ourselves still facing the same sins and defects in our lives. But let us not lose hope. The Lord assures us and comforts us. He has come to save us, not to condemn us. The secret is to trust completely in Jesus Christ, to surrender to God, to stop wrangling with God, resisting him with our willfulness. We humbly admit our need for our Lord's grace and mercy. We can't do it without God. We can't do it all by ourselves. Everything God gives us is grace. Gifts and blessings given, completely and unreservedly. By contrast, we're tempted to keep score or place conditions on love. By trying to live as if we were an island, complete in itself. This is what creates valleys and mountains, making rocky the pathways of communication and friendship between God and ourselves and other people as well. In the same way, willfulness, pride and self-focus are obstacles to our peace and to accepting Christ's unconditional love given to us. May we appreciate in this Advent time more deeply the reality of Christ's selfless and generous love and mercy and make it an ever deeper reality in our lives too.
The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray that all people may see the salvation of God. That the Church may continue to proclaim the good news of forgiveness for all who repent of wrongdoing. Lord, hear us. That those who live without hope may gain comfort from this season of waiting for the Lord. Lord, hear us. That we may always admit our need of reconciliation and heed the message of John the Baptist to repent and believe the good news. Lord, hear us. that those of us worshipping here together may foster the true Advent spirit in our homes. Lord, hear us. That the faithful departed may enter eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Shepherd God, you feed your flock and gather your lambs. Listen to our prayers, which we make in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, our Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. 
pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Be pleased, O Lord, with our humble prayers and offerings, and since we have no merits to plead our cause, come, we pray, to our rescue with the protection of your mercy. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at his first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago, and opened for us the way to eternal salvation. That when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which we now dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection. 
until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son and filled with his Holy Spirit may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, 
have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. Jerusalem, arise and stand upon the heights and behold the joy which comes to you from God. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the blessed sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already here, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Replenished by the food of spiritual nourishment, we humbly beseech you, O Lord, that through our partaking in this mystery, you may teach us to judge wisely the things of earth and to hold firm to the things of heaven. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for your company as we've given thanks to our wonderful God in this time of Advent preparation. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May the Almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of his only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent and enrich you with his blessing. As you run the race of this present life, may he make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity. Rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, may you be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you forever. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Advent Hymn, O Come Lord, in memory of Paolo Mario Paul Giacomantonio, 1968-2020, by Paul W. Kelly, based on Ancient Church O Antiphons of Advent, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelly, 2020. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.